Hey everyone, Greg Meskel here. Thanks for joining us in a brand new episode of What's Good, our guest today. It is hard to list all the awesome things she's working on. You might know her as an all-time great in rugby, but she's so much more than that. Phaedra Knight, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Phaedra, I want to start off with so many of the things you're doing are outside of the sport of rugby. When did you know that this life would be about so much more than your sport? Uh, you know, I, before I knew rugby would enter my life, I knew that this would be a, a life about many things because I have so many varying interests. But I guess the point um, at which I I was at the end of my rugby career and I wanted to you know, do more things, do other things. Uh, maybe that was a point where I knew, okay, when I put this down, um, I'm going to pick up some more stuff. <laughs> and after a couple of years of not necessarily being dormant, but being dormant as an athlete, I decided I wanted to try MMA. And I did it because I, I can, quite honestly. I can do it. I am fortunate enough to um, you know, still have the athletic ability and the physical ability ability to do it. And so why not, right? At the age of 46, um, I feel like it's a, it's a blessing to be able to still do what I do, but it's also could serve as an inspiration to others. And, you know, when I think about what my purpose in life is about, that's what it is, to serve others. And sometimes serving others is, is, is a little bit of self-gratification, but it's, it's, um, it's a necessary thing. And so, um, you know, I launched this MMA sort of endeavor, this venture. Um, and I also have, you know, done a few other things that I'm, I'm pretty proud of um, that ultimately serve other people. And so, yeah, life, life from the get-go was all about trying to get as much done effectively as you can in these, you know, I hope to live 100 years, um, and then we'll see where we are at the end. Well, you're, you're definitely packing a lot into where you're at right now. You hinted at a few things, and, and we'll touch on them a bit more in depthly. but clothing line, there's broadcasting, there's MMA, right? There's Women's Sports Foundation, charitable organizations. Was there a moment early on, you talked about kind of your purpose to kind of serve others and help others. Is there a moment early on in life that kind of resonates with you? Like, oh, I, I like these other things, but I know that this act of helping or serving others is going to be of a big purpose in my life. I don't think there was one particular moment, right? Growing up, um, I grew up on a small rural far, uh, farm community, in a rural farm community um, just outside of Irwinton, Georgia. And I you know, spent my summers gathering vegetables. So in some respects, and, and I got paid sometimes, right? I, I, I got paid not, not every time. And so um, I spent time also like taking, doing errands for my grandparents. And so, you know, it was just inherently a part of my upbringing to do for others. Um, my dad, my mom modeled that behavior very, very well. Um, and how much they did for others, whether it was their parents or whether it was people that just needed help in the community. And so it's just what I know, right? And it's, it's, it's I guess, as I've gotten older, I have recognized, um, I think, the imperative need for us to be more kind to each other and more giving to each other. Um, and so 
you know, I think, you know, that's, there's, there's a, there's a lot of occupations out there that folks can go after. And I actually, you know, have tried a few, um, but I think ultimately everything I do, uh, whether it's occupational or, 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 you know, charitable, however you want to uh, label it, it's ultimately to serve that greater purpose of helping others and really, um, you know, making the world a, a better place, right? You leave, you want to leave things better than you found them. And so, uh, you know, I don't think there was any, like I said, one particular moment, but it was just, I was surrounded by examples and moments um, that sort of, <laughs> I guess, shepherd, shepherded me into this, uh, this state. I often on this program will ask people to kind of compare feelings in different moments because there's so many that are in the sports world, but then have gone on to do other things that are as or more uh, important when it comes to impact beyond their playing career. So for you, when they say something like you are in the world rugby hall of fame, you've made the national team, you are, you know, going to get shouted out by Holly Berry on Instagram versus (laughs) Uh, you can donate a masks to those that need them, or you can start a clothing line for uh, everyone, right? Clothes that can fit everyone and are meant for everybody. How do those feelings compare? They're both measures of success. They're both great things. How do they compare to you? I guess I've never really given that any thought, but when I think about, I guess my own personal um, achievements and accolades, you know, it's, it's good. It's, it's, it's a uh, something to work towards. It keeps you motivated. It keeps you on task. Um, and when you reach that, that sort of that climatic point, um, you know, there's a lot of pride. There's a lot of, for me, there was a lot of reflection on, um, you know, what I had done over that 20 year career playing rugby. Um, but to be able to, um, create a clothing line in conjunction with my business partner and the, 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 the awesome ambassadors that have, you know, taken a chance on us and, and become a part of this thing. Um, and, and to see the reach and what we are capable of that, that feeling, um, I don't know. It's, it's, I think it's a bit, it's worlds apart from, you know, reaching a, a goal. Right. Um, you're serve, you know, to serve others, I think is one of the most rewarding feelings to be able to go into some of these correctional facilities um, with my organization Peak Unleashed and, and deliver PPE to these kids and their and the staff. Um, you know, it's something that I, I, I don't, it's not something that I feel like I have to tell everyone about or gloat about, but it feels good to make a difference. It also motivates me to want to do more. Right. And so I don't think it's there's you can ever do enough. Um, and, you know, and, and it's not a that's not to be mistaken and, you know, in a negative context, but we can always do more. We can always give a bit more because honestly, I, I feel like life is very karma oriented. And so I have been helped out a lot. People have certainly given to me and, you know, provided a shoulder for me to step on. Um, and, you know, the, the only thing that I can do or the best thing that I can do to show my gratitude to them and to the universe is to do the same or do it even more so. And so um, it's, it's, I don't know, it's, it's a, it's a feeling beyond measure to be able to, you know, provide 
a way forward for people to be able to, you know, donate things to folks that make a difference. It's, it's, it's awesome. Uh, you are wearing some of the perfect PSK gear right now, repping it as, yes. as I was hoping yes. you would. Uh, yes. looking, looking very uh, <laughs> stylish right there. You talked about being able to get into this with your business partner. And I know that this clothing line has a lot of uh, focus in being very inclusive, right? Welcoming all, but also having sizes for everyone. I know a lot of athletes go through trying to find the right clothes, body image sorts of things. It seems like it's a lot of important things all in one. What, what was kind of the genesis for this? Well, really the genesis was just me, you know, being, I would say a lifelong athlete and uh, having a very strong and muscular build. It seems like always it, it wasn't, as muscular, but I was always strong. And then when I found weightlifting, you know, it was, it was, it was challenging sometimes to find clothes that fit me. Um, and so I was really inspired um, after, to create this fully inclusive and diversity focused, you know, fusion of street and active wear line, you know, and the idea was that we cater to athletically bodied girls, women, and individuals alike, um, not, or, or not certainly confined. Um, but, you know, the, the thing, too, with this is it has a, a bit more than just style. Um, I wanted to combine this incredible passion uh, for women's equity with this love of fashion. And so that's really how the PSK Collective was born. Um, our, I crossed paths with my business partner a little bit over a year ago. We were introduced. I started talking about my vision. Um, she talked a little bit about what they'd done and we just, it was like the stars aligning and um, we just went full force and started to create um, this clothing line. And, you know, with the pandemic uh, obviously setting upon us, you know, we, we had moments when we were like, well, are we gonna, should we do this? And, and um, you know, it was like, absolutely. We're going to go forward with this. This is, this is something that the, I think the world needs, right? We, we need inspiration. Um, and, and although you can have a business, you can have a business that cars out like we have inherently um, a percentage of your profits to serve others, right? To, 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 to donate to charity. And in this case, it's one of my favorite charities. Um, and one I've done quite a bit of service or provided all of service to is the Women's Sports Foundation. So that's, that's really how we, we started. And, you know, we plan to continue to evolve. Um, we plan to, to have a reach um, uh, far beyond the U.S. Um, we we want to make our way into Canada, the U.K. and beyond, right? We want to be an international brand because, you know, the, the, there's a need for it everywhere. And, and the push is already there. I already saw hats available on lids.com, probably the yeah. most, most well-known hat, hat retailer I know. Uh, and, and, and you know it better than me playing in the sport, but uh, I've had more than one conversation with, with high-level female athletes about how they can't find the right shirt that'll fit. Clothes right. aren't made for them, right? If they find a pair of jeans, they buy 20 of them because right. that's the one brand that works, right? So, yeah. uh, you know, I'm yeah. sure this idea that they can um, find some stylish clothing that isn't just the team-issued hoodie and sweats has been right. very exciting. What's been the feedback you've heard so far? We've gotten some great feedback, right? We sold out of our rugby jerseys and we were, we were basically sporting, I think, five different colors on our, on our website. We, we actually launched August 5th and we sold out within minutes of those rugby jerseys. Wow. So that was pretty, that was pretty spectacular. 
Um, you know, we've had a number of items on the site that have sold out. And so we're looking to replenish those as soon as possible because we want to obviously meet our demand. Um, the cool thing about the jerseys is they're unisex. The line itself is a women's line, but the jerseys are, you know, for everyone. And so we've gotten tremendous feedback on quality of the garments. You know, it's very good quality. The price point is certainly affordable. Um, and yeah, and the message that, you know, that goes with the clothing is just incredible. And so we want to continue to evolve, continue to listen to people, both, you know, positive and constructive feedback. We want it because we want to make clothes that people love to wear. And uh, yeah, so we, we, we've got some good stuff and we, we are open to, to hearing more. We hit on a few of the things you're involved in and, and you have, you know, so many plates spinning. How, how do you prioritize what's important to you in a given day? Does it alternate week to week? How do you f- expend the necessary energy on everything that you want to do to make sure all of it's done well? Well, the important thing is, is organizing, right? I've, I've become quite a bit more organized um, over the years and having some exceptional support of uh, folks surrounding me that can help, you know, uh, carry some of the burden. Um, you know, with the, with the clothing line and launching just last week, there was a lot of my time and energy put into that. And so, you know, for the other things that I have going on, I just, you know, they, they take us obviously a, 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 a to take on the back burner. Um, it doesn't mean that I neglect them all together, but the, the mass majority of my time is, is, is spent training for MMA or has been over the last few weeks and, you know, building out this clothing line. But I, again, I, I do reserve pockets of time for Peak Unleashed and I have a fantastic group of people, team there that are keeping the, you know, wheels rolling um, so that we can provide videos and, and, and continue to build out, um, you know, our service with that. Um, I, you know, I wear a couple of different hats on, on two different boards. And uh, so I just, I just make it work, right? I spend a lot of time just devoted to the things I'm doing. And the cool thing is that I love them. I don't think of them as work. I am, do, I am doing things that I love to do. Um, I don't necessarily have an occupation. And so if I spend, you know, 16 hours of the day doing these things, that's fine for me. Um, I sleep about seven or eight hours a night. I get a nap here and there (laughs) during the day. Um, But, you know, most of my time is spent just doing and putting my attention to all of these things because they are, they're kind of, they're life for me, if you will. Um, They bring me joy. And so just make it work. These these last few months have been a time of such uh, overdue, right, important conversations, whether you're talking about um, the pandemic and how that's really kind of shining a light on, on health care in the U.S., all the social justice issues stemming from George Floyd and everything else that's gone on, Breonna Taylor. You're someone that has always um, been been pushing the agenda forward for groups that didn't really get their due, right, whether it's something as um, more palatable as rugby, right? Everyone can get behind a sport, right? Or some, or some right. tougher topics, right? More, more attention for women's sports, right? Or helping other community groups. What, what has this been like for you over the last four, uh, four months? I was reading one of your quotes uh, earlier. I think it was maybe from near the start of the pandemic, right? And it was just referring to, to kind of women's sports in general, right? Like used to making something out of nothing, right? And trying to kind of yeah. build. What's, 
have these last four months been inspiring? Has it been more motivating? What have you taken from this time in our history? Um, it's been a lot of things. It's been a whirlwind of emotions, you know, with the George Floyd murder, Breonna Taylor murder, um, a lot of emotions and reminders that we aren't necessarily where we thought we were. Um, and when I say we, um, you know, the black race, the, the people in general, right? Uh, because this is not just a, a black problem that's associated with those two incidences or, or terrible incidences, but it's, it's everyone's problem. And so disappointment for certain is, is one of the emotions I've felt. Um, a lot of sadness, honestly, a lot of anger. Um, and I still have iterations of all, all three of those things. But I've also, you know, as you, you just alluded to, I've been inspired. I've been inspired um, to, 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 to launch this clothing line, right, to bring more exposure to um, the inequities in women's sports, and hopefully that will transcend into women's issues outside of the sports arena, right? And to actually put my money where my mouth is um, and make a difference because we all know that in a capitalistic um, society, money talks and um, BS walks. And so uh, we have to fuel, you know, we have to put fuel in, into, the, into the automobile. And so that's what I'm doing. Um, you know, I, uh, we have something coming up, uh, in the spring in our, in our clothing line that I'm very excited about. Um, but you know, we want, we want to support this black lives matter movement. Um, it, it, and, and I'm saying it very generically. Um, we want, obviously we want everyone to be able to support the, you know, um, the eradication of the systemic racism that we're dealing with. And so I think we've all been put on great notice. No one can say, unless you're living really under a rock, that you're unaware of where we are and what we're, what we're dealing with. And so now it's time to get to work. And so I'm, I'm encouraged by what I have seen um, from folks everywhere. Um, I, am, I am motivated to be a part of that and to be a part of the change. And it starts with me. Um, I am, you know, I'm, I'm happy. So it's not all, you know, sad and, 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 and negative emotion if they're what's re regarded as negative emotion. I don't necessarily see it that way, but I'm encouraged. And I think that, that we have a great opportunity going back to women's sports, right? Um, you know, funding is going to be a huge issue for a number of nonprofits that support women's sports. For sports in general, we're not, you know, most, I mean, a lot of football is not going to be played this season and a lot of football fuels the budgets for colleges. And so what happens to, um, you know, some of these sports that don't generate a ton of money? Um, you know, uh, again, I think women have, have traditionally dealt with situations where they just didn't have as much and they made the best of it. Um, and so I have a lot of faith that people will get creative. They will make things work as they do. Um, it's just really par for the course for a lot of, a lot of women in dealing in this environment. And so we'll just see this storm through because storms don't last forever. Um, and we'll, we'll get back on our feet as soon enough. So, so many of these, uh, topics and and issues right they they have been going on lo long before this kind of four four or five month period um but they're getting a lot of attention now i was 
curious to try and connect that a little bit to to your sports career, whether it's rugby or now training for MMA, about the resiliency required, right? So whether it's you know go, going back again to to make a push for um, an anti-systemic racism or make a push for more coverage of women's sports or make a push to get rugby on television more. What, what did you learn from being an athlete and still competing all these years about, not to be cliche, right, but about getting back up when you feel like you've been knocked down? Well, that's the, that's the I mean, <laughs> that is the game of rugby, right? You get constantly tackled and you have to, and the key is, it's not getting, it's not, the, the point of the matter is not getting tackled, is how quickly can you get up and support your teammate. And so um, that's what life's all about. And that's how I think success is, success to me is measured in, um, you know, falling down seven times, but getting up eight, right? That's to me a, a measure of what your, what success is. That's life, right? We are constantly thrown uh, things, right, that will challenge us, that will send us out of our comfort zone. Um, and I've gotten a ton of practice and repetitions that, you know, falling down and getting back up, both literally and figuratively. And, um, and, and as have many other athletes, right, it's just a, it's certainly a thing that's uh, commonplace in sport. And so it's just, it, it is, it it, it is, right? It is what it is. Even if sometimes you get up and, you know, you thought you were at the 50 meter line and you, you're you actually at your 20 or in, in your your own 22 or their 22, um, it, it's, it's about continuing to go forward, right? No matter where you are, because eventually you're going to break through. And um, it takes a while too. It, it's not something that happens quickly. And so you have to be able to like you said, be resilient, but have patience and perseverance to continue to do what you do until you, you know, see daylight. And so it's, it's so important. It's so key. Um, and um, if you're really into it and you're really dedicated to, to the, to the outcome that you want to get, you just stick, you see it through, you stick through it. And there's so many lessons to be learned along the way. And I think that are so important. It's more think about the journey, obviously, than the destination It's the things that you can, you gain when you're, you know, in that, in that, in the rut, you know, in the, in the trenches. Um, and you take that and you, you know, you use it, uh, hopefully to master what you're, what you're doing. And so it's, it's tough. One of the other things that you've been involved in uh, is some on-camera work, right? Whether it's rugby commentary over over various events, and I was reading about you you being involved in the new uh, Bruised movie. Just what, what what are you enjoying about about these opportunities, and and why is this another kind of lane that appeals to you? Well, a couple there are a couple of things. It's something that as a ki um, a kid I aspired to do, right? I um, and I think most children did. I grew up in the '70s and '80s, and so television was it, right? If you were on TV, you were, you were deemed to have made it. And so I think there's a little bit of that still embedded in me. Um, but I also think it's important that people who are like me, right? People who are, are black, black Americans, people who are women who aren't necessarily sort of the conventional woman, right? LGBTQ, right? Women who are lesbians, um, who, you know, 
folks that don't necessarily fit a certain mold. It's important for them to see someone that maybe is like them, um, you know, doing these things, right? Whether it's in movies, whether it's, you know, doing analyst work um, for rugby, it's important for others to see it. And when you can see it, you can absolutely believe that you can be it. And so um, to me, it's, it's about those things. It's also about, you know, I think we all have, you know, probably great messages that we can put out there. But again, um, I think being the, the first and only black American inducted into the World Rugby Hall of Fame and, and, and first of many different things, right? I think it's important that people see that, right? Um, they see that it can be done. And it just, you know, again, it's, it's an offering of inspiration, I hope, to those who, you know, maybe don't quite believe yet or, you know, just haven't quite, you know, realized what it is that they want to do. And if, you know, if it could form, if it could serve as any point of inspiration, then it's certainly worth it to me. So I think that's really what motivates me more and more. Yeah, the term gets uh, said often, but it's it's still so, so important. But the idea of representation matters, right? If someone can see absolutely themselves in you, they know that's a viable path, especially when you talk about being being a young kid, right? It's, you know, you, you tend to look at people that look like you or that act like you and say, can I, can I do and live that thing? Right. So that's, that, that that's right. one of the examples that you've, you've uh, led for others right now. They know there can be um, someone that looks like you that can do the things you're doing. Or there's a 46 or 47 or 48 year old out there who thinks, God, I'm, I'm old. I'm done. I'm, I'm, you know, I, I need to, you know, segue into something different. You know, I'm no, you don't have to accept that, right? I know that um, we we redefine ourselves every day, and uh, I think life, um, you know, age is a number, and um, and you can really do anything you set your mind to, regardless of age, right? There's a way to overcome and 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 take care of everything physically, I think, mentally, and so. It's about encouraging people too that aren't necessarily the youngsters out there to take care of themselves, right? And if you take good care of yourself and you, um, it doesn't guarantee that you won't get sick or that, you know, you won't be challenged, but it certainly gives you um, an opportunity to do some of the things that maybe you did when you were 20 something. Um, and so I think self-care is, it's huge and it, it's something that we should continue throughout our lives to improve the quality of it. So you, you were talking a bit about identity before and it, it made me think of a conversation that I, I had recently with, with a national team athlete in a different sport, but they were past their playing career. And so now they were trying to get into the working world and really trying to forge a new identity, but feeling like they're always put in the box of their sport. So I want to be this professional person. I want to go do this, but everyone wants to talk about the medals I won or the team I was on. And, and that part of my life stopped when I was 30 or when I was 35. And that's not, you know, that's not me anymore. I'm in my 40s. I don't hate that part of my life. I loved it. Right. But I'm also right. this other thing. How, how right. do you manage those two things? You are well known for rugby. You're so much more than that. You, don't, right. you, you still love rugby. How do you sure. work between the two or the three or whatever the identities you feel like you are? Sure. You know, I, I think because during my, from the infancy of my rugby career to the end of it, my playing career, 
you know, I was always doing other things, right? I was, I was, a, I was an international rugby player and I was, you know, getting my law degree and practicing law as a lawyer. Um, so I was all of these different things all at once. And so um, I, I can say that, you know, I think there's a, there's an identity struggle among athletes, right? They, they've always been known as this athlete and, I don't think I think the human ego has a difficult time in letting that go. Um, but you know, for me, it's 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 just just being right, just doing. Um, I'm a businesswoman. I'm a I'm many things. You know, I do broadcast. I, I'm an athlete, and I I don't really I've never really felt I guess um, handicapped um, by one or the other right? Um, they all sort of, they all are integral, integrated and in, in, into my life. And um, it's difficult sometimes to separate them. And I don't think I need to necessarily, because I think they all serve a purpose. Um, and they are why I'm able to do the things that I do. So um, I think more, the more athletes can just embrace that, right? And, and yeah, I, I, I actually had this conversation. It's so funny with Sarah Hughes, um, a few months ago, uh, figure skater uh, Sarah, and, you know, she was, we were just talking about how folks, um, you know, you're an athlete, but now you're taking on this new lifestyle as a lawyer. And it's, it's interesting how people deal with you um, in your professional uh, life. And I'd say, you know what, just embrace it, right? You, you, yes, you were a figure skater and that's a part of your, your, your past, you know, your past. But so many people can't say that. They can't say I was a gold medalist. That there are, actually, most people can't say that. And so I say, wear, you know, wear it as a badge of honor. Um, and, and because you'll be a, you can be a kick-ass lawyer too. And, um, you know, rack up the accolades where in a way that other folks can't. So it's, you know, that's how I see it. I, I always see it as a positive. Well, it's one of those things too, where a lot of times a door gets opened that maybe wouldn't have because exactly. of the athletic experience. And so you, you, you of course have every right to use that, right? You put the work Absolutely. in to get to that level. So go through the door, but then yeah. you also want to be your own person. That's not tied to the sport. It's tough Absolutely. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's how the world works, right? I mean, yes, you are rewarded because of uh, your performance, you know, academically, um, you know, out of college or out of high school. But at the end of the day, it's it's all about networking. And I think sport provides another. That's just another source of networking and and uh, sisterhood and brotherhood. And uh, yeah, it's open. Rugby has opened so many doors for me, even if I never played. Uh, uh, international rugby, just the amount of benefits I've gotten from it. And then, honestly, the, the, the genuine friendships I have, uh, you know, developed as a result of playing this sport have been tremendous. And so, um, yeah, take advantage of those things, right? Um, it's, it's just a part, it's, again, it's a part of the, it's a part of the process. You're, you're training in MMA now. What does success in that look like for you? Is it just about, challenging yourself and knowing you can do something else uh, at a at a high level is it about a win or a loss how will you feel like this was worth it you know every day i i wake up and i'm able to go and roll on the mats or able to glove up and 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 um you know spar 
um, it, it's it's a success, right? I, I enjoy this so much. So um, I learn so much every day. Um, I learn so much about myself and 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 containing my emotions and um, you know. Uh, it's it's just a, a remarkable success story every day, right? Yes, do I have an ultimate goal of being a professional? Absolutely. Would I love to be a world champion? For sure, right? But uh, those things won't necessarily, um, if I don't achieve them, it won't, you know, spell out, um, you know, a lack of success for me because I've learned so much. Um, I have done things, even now, the things that I'm doing now that, you know, I didn't, I never thought I would do. Right. Um, and again, I'm bettering myself. I'm learning. I'm, you know, it's, it's, I think the biggest thing is playing rugby. I thought I had worked through a lot of, you know, a conflict, <laughs> internal conflict and how to <laughs> deal with that. But it's interesting when someone is punching you in the face, um, how that can set you off on a whole different level. And so, um, learning to contain those emotions, right? And, and stay composed and, and not get an adrenaline rush that will ultimately drain all of your energy and put you in a very compromised position um, is a big learning lesson for me. And it's something I'm working through. And so I feel like if I can just manage and master that, regardless of whether my amateur career promotes into a professional career, I've been successful. And so and then also just being able to see how this has changed me and taking it into um, the nonprofit and sharing it with these kids who have had far harder lives than me um, and, and, and just making a difference for them is, is rewarding enough. Yeah, that's, that's great stuff. And, you know, it, it kind of feels like a little bit of an analogy to some of the the other adversity you've talked about in the past, right? Being able to kind of take that punch, but stay, stay in it, not lose your head, not drain your energy yep. and be able to move forward. And you could apply it to so many things that you've done, right? I mean, the pandemic was a punch to the clothing line, right? But you didn't, right. you know, you didn't try and sell it all off or do something. It's like you stayed in right. it and move forward. Um, what else is on uh, your bucket list, so to speak, given all you've done, I, I, I'd be shocked if you didn't have something in the back of your mind for 10 years from now that you want to work on. You know, hopefully in 10 years I have, um, I've, you know, achieved world champion status as an MMA fighter and I've retired. Maybe, you know, I've been retired for four years. Um, I've maybe worked to get a black belt in jujitsu. Um, and uh, that's something I'll be doing for the rest of my life. I'm, I'm pretty certain. Um, but I'd love to be doing television, more television stuff, um, whether it's acting, um, doing more analyst and broadcasting. But that's that's probably the the, the one of the ultimates uh, in my bucket list is to to become a to, you know get involved in some some acting, do a little bit more of that. And I got a taste of it. Obviously, you know I'm so grateful to Halle Berry for um, you know just asking me to be a part of her movie um, and, um, and and other folks that is actually my team of folks I call my team um, in the MMA world, but it, it was just such an amazing thing. And to get a taste of that, you know, and, and, you know, get a, get a really firsthand look at how things work is pretty exceptional. So I'd love to be able to try my hand at that. 
Well, and for someone who's competed at a high level, I can already imagine the feeling because you've been at a World Cup, right? You've trained for stuff. You, you've, you've called high-level games. Once you get around that, it's, it's like a good addiction in a way, right? Now you want more of that because you know what the, what the high-level stuff is. Right, right. So it's a bit of an addiction, I guess. Um, but yeah, just wanting to wanting to sort of reach the pinnacle status of everything you do, um, it, it becomes, yeah, it be- I think it does become quite addictive. Um, but also just, again, it goes back to serving and serving others, when, you know, while you're fulfilling those, those desires is, is really what is important to me. And so... Um, yeah, I just, I look forward to, I look forward to all things that come my way. The other thing too, is I'm open, right? I'm open to, um, what comes, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes you don't always know what, where you're going to be. And in 10 years, that's where I foresee myself. But if life throws something different and, you know, I just, I'll take it and run with it. People spend a long time and sometimes spend a lot of money trying to become open to receiving uh, things from the universe when you're talking about opportunities and chances. So yeah. it's you're, you are well ahead of the game. Uh, when, when is that movie coming out and what's, what's kind of your, your role in it? Um, I don't know when it's coming out with the pandemic. I think yeah. things have probably been put on hold. Um, but um, the, 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 the thought was initially, I think the hope was that it would come out the end of 2020, maybe early 2021, but given no theaters or, you know, mm-hmm. really, open um i don't know where that is um and i i um <laughs> without giving it away so much i am involved in a scene um where i'm fighting and okay. so um that's that's it <laughs> excellent well I'll, i i'm i'm hooked with that with that teaser i'm looking forward to seeing it uh phaedra this has been great we end we end every every what's good with uh our our our, our three what's good questions the first one to you and uh you're doing so much for everyone else. You're serving everyone else. So, so I'm glad to ask you, what have you done for yourself lately? You know, just yesterday I went to see the acupuncturist and I got a treatment. Right. And, um, so that, that's helpful for me. Um, I'm, I take naps during the day, which is great. It helps me to refuel. Um, so that's, you know, those are things that, that feed me in a way that I need to be fed. Um, but again, it's just, you do sometimes doing for others is it's so self-fulfilling that, you know, it's enough too. So. And then what's something, and there's no shortage on this list, but maybe it's something, uh, different that you didn't touch on. What's, what's something you've done for someone else recently? Well, since we, uh, since the pandemic began, my partner and I relocated to East Hampton, um, to, to live on a property with a friend. And so there's about, I guess six of us at any given time on the property and so something that I do for them is I I cook we all take turns cooking but I'm I'm sort of the grill master the smoker master and so I cook for everyone that makes me happy I sometimes make them monkey bread that makes me happy that makes them very happy so um, I like I like feeding people and, and and seeing the joy that they get from that so. What's your what's your specialty on the grill? People people know you're making this and they're hyped. Well, what's I mean, it it varies. Like I can I can throw down on some lamb chops. Right. Um, but what I've I've found a recipe for smoking ribs since I've been out here, pork ribs, 
Um, and it's, they're, they're phenomenal. They really fall off the bone. So that's probably right now my specialty um, on the grill. Um, but the, the desserts is definitely, I've perfected this monkey bread uh, recipe. So I'm pretty proud of that. Excellent. Excellent. And uh, last but not least, what's, what's something that really has made you laugh lately? <laughs> oh my God. Uh, you know, it's so, I have a lot of things, but the most consistent thing that makes me laugh is my dog. Uh, my dogs, uh, both Cheeto and Mabel. Um, Mabel is just funny. She's a, an older dog, just mature. And when she runs, she very rarely runs. She saunt, she's a saunterer, if you will. But when she runs, it's almost like a rocking chair. It looks like a <laughs> rocking chair going back and forth. And just Cheeto, Cheeto in general. She just does so many crazy things. Um, she's a spaz. And so at night she gets the zoomies. And it's insane how she just zooms around over and over again. She's, it's, it just makes me laugh. So um, that's probably the most consistent uh, providers of laughter for me. Do- dogs time. have been a saving grace during the pandemic. Yes. They, they yes. are as uh, fun, fun to be around as ever. So uh, they, don't, yep. they don't have a care in the world. But nope. um, Phaedra Knight, congrats on everything you're working on. This is uh, just such Thank awesome you. stuff. And looking forward to seeing what comes next, seeing you in the movies and everything else. Thanks for spending some time with us. Awesome. Thank you for having me.